The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalande. Here we go. Welcome to the, this edition of the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator. Woo! Powered by Evergy. We're happy that you're with us today. And we got a great show. Uh, the folks from McClellan Sound, and you know how I am about sound. I know it. So This is right up your alley. Yeah, so hopefully I won't go off on a tangent on sound, so I'll let you not. bring our guest in. Well, I'm excited to be here for yet another segment of the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator. Today, I have the honor of introducing one of my fellow Rotarians, Miss Janice McClellan. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. I love your gear. She came representing today. I did. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. yeah, got my T-shirt on. <laughs> and she came bearing gifts, so I always like guests to do that. <laughs> Have a fun little book called A Sound Endeavor. So tell us a little bit about who you are and the name of your business and um, when, you guys, when you got started. Okay. Uh, Janice McClelland. Um, I work at McClelland, Inc. We have recently changed our name, which is a huge step because we've been around for a long time. But we've been McClellan Sound for many years, and we found that because we do so much more than sound now, that the name wasn't really representative of what we do. Mm -hmm. So we've changed our name. And the book that I brought with me is um, something that I had written five or six years ago, probably, um, by a local author. And it details the history of both the business and the family, because they're intertwined. Mm -hmm. So McClelland has been around for 93 years. Wow. My grandfather started the business in 1928, um, doing mostly rentals. You know, there wasn't a lot of installed sound at that time. So people, 1928. Yeah. People always ask me, well, wait a second. What, what it, did yeah, he do I'm, in I'm 1928? Confused. Right. Maybe fairs or something? Yes, exactly. Right. So he did a lot of uh, rentals. He had a a large cart that he pulled behind his Model T and uh, had speakers on it that he had built himself. And he pulled them to fairs and to rodeos and to political events, set them up and do the sound and then uh, tear it down and bring it home. Wow. So, yeah, we have in the book, there are a couple of really great pictures. Yeah, I saw that on page 37, by oh. the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, luckily we have some really great pictures Um you know, that are 93 years old now, but. That is awesome. That is such a rich history. Started with your grandfather. Yes. Then your father. Yes. After my, him. Yes. My father ran it. Um, he started working in the business when he was 
a kid, always, always, always really enjoyed the business. So he started there, I don't probably in the 50s, and then really became president, I think, in about 1975. My grandfather, I mean, both of my grandparents worked in the business until they passed away, basically. Mm -hmm. So, and then my dad ran it, and he retired in 2007. And that's when you came in? That's I was there starting in 2002, really. So, yeah, it's gone by fast. But yes, it's, I've been there 18 years, so... That's awesome. Yeah. So dad and I were there together probably five or six years, which was really nice. So were you, when you were a kid, were you like your dad working nope. at McDonald's? Well, no. I did work in the business some. I really just followed him around. But um, yeah, I grew up doing it and hanging out with him, which was super cool. But uh, I never thought that I would end up back here doing this. But I, here I am. So yeah, and it's been great. And we're Love thankful it. to have you here oh, and coming you. back and living in Wichita. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, so how many employees do you guys have current day? 20. 20. Mm-hmm. Um, did you grow it once you got here in 27, uh, 2007? Yes. Yes. We um, have really grown a lot recently. Um, we probably had 14 employees a couple of years ago, and now we have 20, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it is a really big increase. We've, yeah, gone through a lot of changes over the last few years, mm-hmm. which is great. So with the name change to Inc., what all do you guys do other than the sound? Sure. Uh, we do, um, obviously, the audio, and we also do a lot of video. So projectors and screens, TVs, um, all of the control equipment that comes with that. So if you have, if you're controlling your system from your iPad or from a touch panel on the wall, um, and we also do some really entertainment lighting. So, you know, at a church, many churches now want lighting to go yeah. with their sound and their video. So we'll do all of that. You mentioned that you do audio, visual, entertainment. What else do you do? What do you solve for a customer? Oh, sure. Well, really what how I like to phrase it is we, we help customers, especially on the commercial side, communicate their message. So... If you're a church, you know, we, we set up your audio, we set up your video. And in the last year, we've been helping churches do a lot of streaming. Um, mm-hmm. Most churches weren't prepared to do that. And so we've been helping them set up their streaming services so that they can, you know, have their, obviously, their services online so their parishioners can be at home and see the services. Um, so in communicating the message, we also help with, um, we do schools, a lot of schools, auditoriums, gymnasiums, paging systems throughout the schools. Um, mass notification. Also, as in, in industry, we do that. Um, we've been doing a lot of government um, courtrooms lately. A lot of municipalities have spent their CARES money, their government money, on updating their AV in their courtrooms. Wow. Okay. Because they want to do a lot of of streaming. They want to be able to have their court procedures, but maybe not have everybody in the courtroom. Hmm. And so they've been doing a lot of updating of their AV in their courtrooms. And so we've been doing that. Thank you that's, for doing that. Yeah, that's awesome. And if I can go off on a tangent, my, my tangent now on sound. Yeah. This is a public service announcement for you. I wish folks <laughs> would use you more. There's nothing more irritating than you yeah. take time out of your schedule to go to a, an event and the sound is jacked up. Yeah. Right. You know, it, 
Ebony, she, we'll be at an event together, and once that sound starts messing up, she's already looking at me, <laughs> waiting for my response. So it's it's just it's just a horrible experience. And so I'm I take it more folks are using you these days. And how are you marketing to those folks to let them know this is the way to go and it's affordable to them? How, how are you marketing to them? We have a, a presence on Facebook. We do. A little bit of, well, okay, so we are underwriters at KMUW, the local NPR station. Mm -hmm. And so what I, we do obviously branding spots with that. And we've been with KMUW for years. We've been doing that for a long time. Um, I'll go off on a tangent just a little bit now. But um, (laughs) one of the things that I've tried to do with my KMUW spots is highlight things that are going on in the community because that's really important to me. So we'll we'll take our spots and instead of using them just to talk about ourselves, we will talk about maybe, well, an event that's coming up, um, like the the Family Crisis Center is having their bootleggers ball coming up, right? Or, you know, what Junior Achievement is doing or what the American Cancer Society is doing or what Habitat for Humanity is doing. And so we'll use our spots to do that in addition to promoting ourselves because I just can't, I can't just talk about myself all the time. I have to talk about mm-hmm. the things that are going on in the community. That's important to me. I was wondering, how do they know that it's affordable to them? And what social media channels do you use to Well, we Well, right out? now we just use Facebook. Just Facebook? Okay. Yes. Um, you know, people many times, and this is true of, you know, things you might do at your house, they, they want to do something, they want to go down a path. And so we will spend time with them saying, okay, so this is what you want to do, whether it's your audio or your video. And we do residential also, which I have neglected to mention so far, but oh wow. Um, so we'll go into your home and help you set up your surround sound or, you know, hang your TVs or do your theater room. Um, but many times people, it's a, it's a process where this is what we want to do. And then so we help them design it, and then we put a price on that. And then sometimes, of course, they'll just say, yay, let's do it. Or they'll say, okay, that's too much. And then we'll say, okay, let's talk about that then. What are, how are we going to make that affordable for you and yet do what you want it to do? So, Okay. So with, with Facebook, that seems to be where you feel real good. Uh, you're getting great results, apparently. Are you, are you just posting, or are you using Facebook ads, or... You know, we have we have uh, paid for ads a little bit, not too much. And to be honest, I'm in 93 years. I mean, so many people know who we are mm-hmm. because we've been around for so long. So a lot of our business comes from word of mouth. I think you have a few competitors out there. What makes you different from them? I would say our attention to our customers, our our customer service, our we, do, we stand by our customers so that once it's installed, we go back and help train them. We service the equipment. So we are with them through the entire process, not just the design and the budgeting process, but then the installation. And then, you know, we've been around for so long. People know that six months from now, maybe they've had some turnover and they need more training because the new people don't know how to use the system. We're happy to help them out with that. Mm-hmm. If it's not working, obviously we go in and service it. Uh, we just we really stand by the work that we do, which I think differentiates us. What are you most passionate about at McClellan mm. Sound out of ninety three years? I know you haven't been there that long. <laughs> the business, yes. I 
am probably most passionate about the people, right? And and that encompasses many things. So I'm passionate about the people who have gone before me and taking care of what they've built. And I'm passionate about the people who work for me, the relationships that I have with my employees and that they have with each other is extremely important to me. And I'm passionate about the community that we live in and, and trying to give back to the community and taking care of the people or helping people that live in the community. So I would say my passion is for people. Can you maybe talk to us a little bit about your company's uh, latest major success story? I feel that we have weathered the pandemic pretty well. And it's been really hard. And I mean, we've all been through that. But um, our not every business in our industry is thriving right now. Mm-hmm. And, and it is a combination of there's government money out there that we have managed to contract, you know, with, like I talked about, the municipalities are doing more work in their courtrooms and and but my sales team has worked really hard. My technicians have worked really hard. And we have um, actually last year was a record sales year for us. Nice. And so so we're doing really well. And you know, I feel very, very lucky and very appreciative because there are a lot of people who are not doing well right now. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that we have that we've really pulled together and 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 weathered the pandemic pretty well. Do you attribute that to your people? You said, I do. Yeah, yeah I do. I can see that. How do you, you know, how do you reward and engage your employees? Um, I have financial rewards. And uh, so, I mean, we have a profit sharing plan. So at the end of the year, I, I, I share the profits with the employees. That's my long-term financial plan because obviously that's retirement money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also bonus my employees at the end of every year. So that's their short-term financial reward. Um I try really hard to get to know each of them because managing people, you have to manage each person differently because they're motivated by different things. Mm -hmm. And so I know that, you know, so-and-so has kids and and another person is taking care of their parents and another person is, you know, trying to manage whatever it is they're managing. And, And I find that getting to know people and managing them that way, and I allow them a flexible schedule. And so if you need to leave to go, do something that, that your kids is school or you need to leave to take your mom to the doctor or you need to, I don't, I'm, you know, we, we just have a really family oriented environment. Mm-hmm. And, and I try to be sensitive to the fact that my people have lives outside of work and, and respect that and encourage it. And that seems to, to create an environment where people want to work. I love that. All of everything that you just said is so true. That is a mark of a true leader. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. I, I love that. Thank you for doing that, you know, for your employees. And it, it pays off in dividends, right? It pays off in spades. You see at the happiness of your employees and your coworkers and your, you know, family, right? As, right. You, as you mentioned, and right. uh, it makes a difference in the work. So thank you for, for doing that and recognizing that. Don, I think it's time for us to take a bit of a break. We are here with Janice, but we'll be right back. We're going to take a break, and uh, we'll see you here in a bit. Severe weather. Whether it's hail, wind, rain, or snow, storms can cause damages, inconveniences, and sometimes even power outages. At Evergy, we're committed to providing safe, reliable energy. And in the event of an outage, our linemen work tirelessly to restore your power as quickly and as safely as possible. And with tools like our outage map and real-time updates, 
We're with you every step of the way. Visit Evergy.com slash stay safe to learn more. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Success for our members, leadership for our community, and prosperity for our region. We need your input to continue to improve the business environment in Kansas and to ensure the success of our members. See wichitachamber.org for more information. To provide us input about this podcast series, send an email to communications at wichitachamber.org with your questions, comments, and suggestions for the business leaders we should feature and important topics we should address. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with Janice McClellan and McClellan, Inc. We're talking about her wonderful business that's been around for 93 years. Wow. So when we left, we were talking about how successful your business has been and how you've um, been able to make it through um, the pandemic. Can you talk to us a little bit about how you set your goals for your business? Um, Fairly conservatively. I... um you know, we I meet with my sales team and we talk about, you know, what their goals are going to be for the upcoming year. And really, I let them lead that process of where they want to, you know, what they want to do with sales and what direction they want to go, whether it's in, you know, what vertical market we're in or geographically where we're going. And um, one of the things that the success of the last year has allowed me to do is to add a few people. And so I've added another technician and I've added another salesperson. And so that team is setting its goals for the upcoming year and, and how they think they're going to be able to, to do, basically. That's awesome. I like that. I guess we have a question on trying to understand how you might approach reinvestment of profits in your business. Again, at the end of every year, I, I look at how profitable we were and then, you know, and and the team will come to me and say, you know, we need X, Y, and Z. We mm-hmm. need more test equipment. Mm-hmm. We need a new ladder. I mean, it, it varies greatly. Um, I have a fleet of vehicles, and so I try and replace a vehicle maybe every year because I have sales vehicles and obviously the vans for the technicians also you know, I try and replace a computer every year. I mean, we, it's just one of those things. And it depends on how profitable we are as to what we can do. Um, make improvements to the building. Right now, we're taking advantage of the fact that we don't really have much foot traffic coming into our building. And we're remodeling our showroom. Nice. Which focuses more on the residential side. Because mostly on the commercial side, we don't have much for people to come in and look at. We really go out to their business and and talk to them or the church or, or the courtroom or whatever and the school and, and see what they need. But when it comes to residential, people want to come in and see the speakers or see mm-hmm. the projector, see the screen and listen to the sound, obviously. And and so we're remodeling our showroom while, while things are slow. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. I like that. And you guys still have that mural up. Um, yes. Right? Uh, when yeah. is your picture going to get added on there? I'm on there. You're on there? Mm-hmm. No way. Well, I don't see my I don't see my picture on there. <laughs> I knew that was coming. She was just setting you up. <laughs> I thought it I thought there needed to be a period of refreshing and I thought that oh, I could you be know added what? As when well. I, when it comes time to refresh the mural, I will take that into consideration. Okay, there you Thank go. you. That's <laughs> Yeah, that's all I want. I didn't I know that. where she was going, but I knew it was going to be a good setup well, for you. you know. <laughs> so yeah. how did you feel? You you were able to weather this COVID and your customers were not. How did how did you make that work? I mean, how, or how did it work 
where you got more business during COVID. Again, it was it was partly the money, right? The government money is out there and and schools and churches and and municipalities had to decide how they were going to spend that money. And so many places because we we are in an industry where um if you don't want to do things in person, we can help you do them virtually. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> um schools have spent money, churches have spent money like I said earlier on, you know, streaming and municipalities are updating their AV. So we were able to, whether it's because of our history in the community or our reputation or our expertise, we were able to get into all of those places and help help the customers. Oh, that's cool. They valued sound. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, most people say, okay, we can do Zoom. We'll just do it over the computer and it sounds like mono and we can be with, we can go with that. But they right. chose to engage you folks with their funding yes. to make it a better experience. That's that's pretty darn cool. Let's talk about Wichita. You've been here, I won't say a long time. You've Thank been you. here a while. <laughs> I've been here forever. And um, what's the best thing about operating here in Wichita? You know, we're lucky because we've been here forever. You know, I grew up here. Obviously, my dad grew up here. So we are uh, have deep roots in the community. Um it's a really, I, I went to college, you know, I went away to college and then I worked and then eventually I decided to come back here and take over the family business. And I've been really happy with that decision. I mean, it's a really nice community, um, great people, great place to raise kids. Um, so just, you know, it's a, um, I really like the community. What hobbies or activities do you pursue to unwind from work? Um, it's a good one. Yes. I play the piano, Uh-oh. although I do not play like Ebony. Oh, I oh have you've seen, seen that? You I do. have seen, I think Angie posted it. I have seen a video of you play the piano and you play beautifully. Aw, thank you. Yeah. We should do a duet. We, we could should. do a duet. That'd be fun. No, we if should. If you're patient. that be fun. Because I'm not as good as you are, but yeah. So you play the piano mm-hmm. fairly well. You know, there's middle C, not a middle E. Uh, yes. Okay, okay. Cool. What else do you do? Uh, well, I have two boys, two teenage boys. Okay. So I'm raising children. Um, I have two dogs. I hang out with friends and family. Lots of family locally. So. Work-life balance. Oh yeah, yeah I don't have one. You don't. Have one. <laughs> okay. Next question. <laughs> Just like don't. Just. No. You know, I I stressed for a long time, especially when the kids were younger, about you know everybody talks about work life balance and. I, you know, I watched my grandparents and I watched my parents and and our family and, and the business are just so interrelated. And that I realized that I'm a whole lot less stressed out if I just realized that I am both of those things mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. I'm a business owner and a mother and, and you know, a friend and a daughter. And I'm, I'm all those things all the time. And so we go on vacation and I work for a few hours and I'm at the office dealing with, you know, stuff for the kids. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's. If I try, every, I'm all those things all the time. So And it works for you. And it works for me, yes. Okay. That's, what's, that's what matters. You're a chamber member. Mm-hmm. Here's the time to tell us, what can a chamber do to make your experience with the chamber better? That's a good question. I, you know, I'll, I'll talk about one of the problems that I'm having now okay. and that I, that I need help with, I guess. Okay. Um, and I've talked about how we've grown a lot and we've grown a lot recently or fairly quickly. 
And one of the problems that I'm having is scaling up, really. Mm-hmm. Like, because, you know, obviously we have more customers so, and we're generating more invoices and we're paying more bills and I'm paying more people. And there is just, it's gone from being very manageable to I'm struggling with how do I manage all of this? And so just the scale of it all is has become overwhelming. And I'm certain there are people in the community who have done it mm-hmm. and that could help me out with that. <laughs> but I, I haven't looked because I'm so busy. I mean, that's part of the challenge is that when you get really busy, you have a hard time asking for help or finding help because you're too busy to... Does that make sense? No, yeah. It, yeah. it does. And let's dive in that a little bit. Do you feel that's a resource issue or a process issue that you're? I would say for with? me, it's a process issue. Okay. Yeah. Your health. You said you do this work-life hmm. balance thing, and it works for you. What else do you do to maintain good health? Um, I go to the gym four times a week, and I have a personal trainer. Oh wow! Oh. And if you can do it, I would highly recommend it because. It keeps me. Which one or both? <laughs> Four times a week and the personal yep. trainer. Wow. Well, yeah, frequency helps. I mean, I I think that the going on a regular basis is really good for me. It's obviously a great stress relief, and and having someone who expects me to be there every day at a certain time, mm-hmm. someone I'm accountable to. Yeah. So and, even if you don't have a personal trainer, but you go with your friend or someone else, so that you. Because when I was trying to get up and work out at home, like walk on the treadmill, that didn't work for me. Me either. Because I did. I'm like, I could sleep another hour. Yeah, my pillow was like, don't leave. Please don't leave. (laughs) (laughs) So do you go early in the morning? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I get up at five. I'm at the gym at six. Woo. That's a, I'm trying to get to that level. And I've been doing well. Yeah. It's a habit. Once you build the habit, it's hard to stop. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about the future, shall we? Okay. Where do you see your organization in five years from now? Well, um, I would say on basically the same path that we're on, um, but a little larger. You know, uh, more employees, more customers, more revenue. Um, Part of the challenging and wonderful aspect of what we do is that I have absolutely no idea where the technology will be five years from now Mm -hmm. because technology changes so fast and it is invigorating and exciting um, and challenging to keep up with. Uh, luckily, I have employees who are are fantastic and they love the industry that we're in. So, um, but that's what I, where I see us from a technological standpoint, I don't even know because who knows what's coming around the corner mm-hmm. technically. Um, but we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. I love it. And you have many resources, you know, at your disposal, like the chamber. Um, and, and so I just have a question for you. When you heard about this podcast, like what were some of your initial thoughts? Because we're really excited to be able to present uh, something like the podcast to uh, the Wichita area and beyond. Mm-hmm. And um, as a business owner and now as a guest, what are your thoughts about the podcast? Oh, I think it's fantastic. I think that I think that longer conversations, I mean, so much of what we see in our society are, you know, sound bites of this or snippets of video of this. And to sit down and have a longer conversation with someone, you know, it's 20, 30 minutes and you delve into multiple aspects of of business in this case. I think that's fantastic. And being able to hear from other business owners 
in this community, I mm-hmm. think is fascinating. So awesome. I think it's great. Well, I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule and and having a conversation with us. I know you probably saw Don's name and was like, oh, gosh, do I have to? But <laughs> I'm so glad you decided to come anyway. <laughs> so let's talk about who you admire in the industry. I will say Ben Hutton and what Hutton Construction or Hutton Inc. has done. Mm-hmm. They um, are outstanding. We do a lot of work with them. They're obviously out, you know, building new schools and doing, um, they built a fabulous new building in Delano. It's so awesome. It is really cool. Uh, we did all the AV in that building. and But they are really a great partner. Wonderful to work with. The people that work for him are professional. Mm-hmm. They have our backs. I mean, I, I just really, really appreciate not only what they do professionally, but then also what he's been doing in the community. So, which is something that's important to me. What's the best advice that you've ever received and implemented? When I think about my parents and my grandparents, I don't, they were all fairly quiet and reserved people. And I don't have anything that, like one nugget of information really, or, or a, you know, a phrase that I carry with me, mm-hmm. but it was just, they led by example. And so, you know, when I'm running a business or the way that I treat people or how I behave in the community, that's the way that my parents and my grandparents taught me to, just by leading by example. And so um, that's what I carry with me. Sometimes it's a little stressful, you know, that I'm running my family's 93-year-old business and, are you know, are they happy with what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. But But I do also, I gain a lot of strength from that because they were all really fantastic people and highly respected. And so I just try and model myself, do the best I can, model myself after them. Well, you are a fantastic person. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. If we were to write a book, now I know you've already written a book, but this is on the business, right? So if you were to write a biography, what would the title of that book be? Oh, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) A long winding road. Um, I have been, you know, I've had several careers and, and, and so, yeah, it's, it's been a journey, but it's been fantastic. It's been a journey, but it's been fantastic. I think that's it. <laughs> it's nice. been a journey, nice. but it's been fantastic. Wow. Okay. okay. I'll write Low. that one down. That's it. <laughs> I would say. Um, and the very last question that I have for mm-hmm. you is, well, maybe two. You said that you did something you've had, um, many different career paths Mm -hmm. before this. Mm -hmm. Could you name one of those? Because I don't think I'm aware of that. Oh, sure. Well, I actually have a bachelor's degree in environmental studies. Hmm. And so I worked at the U.S. Geological Survey analyzing water samples for pesticides. Wow. That was my first job. Yes. My first real job. That's awesome. Have you, uh, do you know any other geologists, Don? No. No. That's that's (laughs) not not at my level. That's amazing. Normally when it's a family-owned business, they'll send a kid off to go do something outside the business and come back. Mm -hmm. Were you ever planning to come back? Not at that time, no. That was my passion. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Did you do rocks and... And I was more of a um, biochemist. Oh, gotcha. So a lot of biology, a lot of chemistry. So, yeah, the U.S. Geological Survey has a water resources division. So that's where I worked. That was your division. That was me. I took a um, geology class one time. (laughs) (laughs) We will not ask the grades. No, I got an A in biochemistry Mm -mm, for mm -mm. one. But everything else, mm. 
<laughs> We're going to do some word association. I got a minute to just send words oh, your no. way. I know. Are you sure you want to do that? Yeah. And <laughs> we just got a minute to do it, so it won't it won't take long. Just okay. whatever comes to your mind. Um, college. KU. Mm. <laughs> I, I knew I'm I was going to get a response. to say anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> uh, beverage. Uh, vodka. Nice. That's a good one. Leader. Challenging. Hmm. Chamber. Commerce. Angie Prather. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wichita. Uh, home. Vacation. Hmm. Yes, please. Uh, <laughs> Colorado. Failure. Hmm. A learning experience. And the last one, fun. Hmm. Friends. Like Don and Ebony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Like the best that. friends you could ever have. Yes. All right. Well, thank you all for being here today, Janice. It has been a wonderful treat having you here and uh, engaging in this conversation. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. Please make sure that you subscribe and like us and leave a review. Um, and we will catch you next time. Take care. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T -T at wichitachamber.org.